So this week we're going to be talking about the root of what you're, of your suffering. Where does that, where does the suffering, the pain, the anguish, all those negative emotions that you associate with discomfort, where did those all come from? We're going to talk about that this week on episode 103 of the relaxed mail. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right. So this week we're going to kind of dovetail over what we talked about in episode 102, where our circumstances and from our circumstances, we're jumping into the actual root of what all our suffering is. But before we jump into that, I want to thank anybody who is just jumping on here, just getting the first, uh, first taste of what Relaxed Mail is about. I want to thank you very much for listening, taking the time to hear us and to see what all is. This is about because uh, the Relax Mail is a podcast that is dead set on helping men to become the great men that society needs from us and to help and to help us to be able to become even better men and to stop with that whole nice guy syndrome and thinking that we're, we're doing good by being nice when in all reality, the best thing you can do is actually live your life on your terms. And so this is, this is a, a whole issue that so many of us men run into. And one of the reasons why we like to play the nice guy so much is because of our, the root of our suffering, which is what we're going to be talking about this week. If somewhere along the way you hear something on this that you just really strikes a chord or gets you to think of somebody else and you think this show would actually help them, Share it out. Share it out on your Facebook and your Twitter and all the other social media sites that you happen to be a part of. Share this out. Let them know that, hey, there is an episode, there's a podcast out there that is designed just for you, is designed for the men. We want the masculine men to come out and stand up proud and be proud of who we are and what we are and to not count down to what society thinks men should be because society honestly doesn't have a clue. With as to who they are, who men are supposed to be, and they have a hard time even figuring out who they are. So how they can be telling men how to, how to be, that's, that's a big problem. So anyhow, now, jumping into the actual uh, main topic, we're talking about the root of your suffering. And the root of the suffering is, the root of all our suffering is not a popular fact for many people because it does not fit in with what their personal stories are. But the root of their suffering, the root of all of our suffering, your suffering, my suffering, whenever I get, you know, I feel anxious about something, I'm fixing to start up a, a coaching call or do a uh, uh, meet with some new folks, you know, that, that uncertainty that you feel, all that is not has nothing to do with what the external circumstances are. All that stuff that's going on around you, all the stuff that's outside of your control is not 
the root of your suffering. That's not where your suffering comes from. We want to think that it does that we want it because it's easier to think, well, my wife being mad at me is the reason why my feelings hurt. No, no, your feelings are hurt is because she said something that you actually agreed with. And you don't like the fact that you actually agreed with whatever it was that she said. So the thought that you have about whatever a circumstance is, is actually where a lot of your pain and suffering actually comes from. That's why it, being a nice guy, if they don't, if your secret, your covert contract doesn't kick in and doesn't fulfill itself like you expected it to do, you get angry, you get resentful, you get, you know, you get your nose out of joint all because you, you expected your wife to, you know, to get undressed and, and, and have sex with you. And that didn't happen. She sat down and watched television after you had spent all day cleaning, cleaning up the kitchen and scrubbing the bathtub and the toilet and swept and mopped the floors. And you were expecting her to, you know, ravish you with, a, with appreciation. And no. And the reason why is because one, you didn't, you didn't express what the expectations were, but also your, your, thoughts of what that matter was and what that was going to mean to her were just that they were your thoughts. They weren't her thoughts as to watch what it was going to mean. She just thought, Hey, you're being nice. You were, you were doing the dishes for her instead of, Oh, he was wanting something. She's people make terrible, <laughs> are terrible mind readers. We don't believe it or not. The mutants actually haven't arrived on earth. So the power of telepathy doesn't ha isn't around we can sometimes read people almost pretty good but what they're actually thinking no that's not something that's that's possible so when it comes to the pain and suffering in your life it is actually that thought of what whatever circumstance in your life if you had a flat tire or somebody cut you off your thought of why that person cut you off is the reason that you got angry you chose to get angry in that mat in that moment um, if somebody called you, uh, called you a bad name, <laughs> again, you decide to feel sorry for yourself. That's your choice. You chose to have that, that your emotions and your feelings hurt. If your child tells you a joke, you actually had chose to laugh at that, that joke. It may have been a really funny joke and it, it caused you to laugh. Okay. Great. But at the same time, you had a thought. That made that to made that emotion of joy and and novelty to rise up and and be expressed. So our when something happens, a good example is oh, what was it? A couple of years ago, I ended up I was driving down to uh, Central Texas. I was going to go see my mom who lives down there, and my daughter called. She had stayed behind, stayed at the house. And me and the wife and a friend of ours were all heading down to Central Texas. And she, my daughter calls because she was going to get the oil changed in, in her vehicle. And she was saying, they're wanting an extra $75 to change the oil. It's like, what, above the 50? It's like, yeah, above the 50, they're wanting another 75. And it's like, well, why is that? And there's something about the oil, uh, the oil, uh, not canister, um, Anyhow, the oil filter cartridge hadn't been changed out. It was the vehicle that she had it was a used was a used vehicle, and apparently the previous owners had just drained the oil out of the bottom a couple times, once, twice. I don't know how many. I mean, it's a, it was a used car, 
And instead of changing out the whole cartridge, which means they take the, the plastic encasement, if you don't know, a lot, <laughs> a lot of vehicles, especially pickups these days don't have the old classic oil filter that we're used to. They're actually starting to go to these cardboard cartridges that they put in that's got a plastic encasement that actually helps the oil circulate up and around. But it, the filtering itself is a, the item that is actually filtered is actually swapped out and put in. And you actually, when you're changing the oil, you actually need to take that whole canister that the, the encasement of the, of the, the cartridge off and have, you know, new seals and stuff like that put in there. But apparently the person before them had not done that at least once or twice, uh, before. So one, if they were using, running off the same oil filter a couple, couple times. And so that's definitely not good. But so to get that, that canister off the, off so they can get to the cartridge, they had to use a lot of force and they ended up breaking, cracking the, the, canister itself because it's just hard plastic i know plastic on an engine who what are they thinking but anyhow to replace that and that just this plastic canister was 75 dollars. now at the moment i was like i thought they how could they have done they they knew what they were doing they could have taken that off without cracking you know i had all these series of thoughts of how dare they oh my gosh this is so inconvenient why are they doing this now i'm i'm you know 150, 200 miles away. I can't just turn around and go check and you know, figure out what the problem is. What, and, you know, we cause all these, had a, whenever something like an emergency like that happens, we start having this cascade of thoughts, just thought, 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 just rapid fire. And each one of those thoughts generates an emotion. And so it was thought, frustration, thought, anger, thought, oh, good grief, you know, scarcity. Thought, 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 you know, and, and anger, more anger, more anger, more anger, more frustration, more, more frustration, more anger, frustration, scarcity thoughts and, you know, victim thoughts and victimizations and you know, all this other stuff. And all, all of it comes rushing in. And so I was getting, I was getting angry and I was getting mad and I was looking, you know, I was starting to snap at my wife and our friend and my daughter on the other end, who was just, you know, she's just the messenger. She's the, trying, I'm trying not to shoot the messenger, but at the same time, I'm just, bam, I'm just taking, uh, taking everybody out because dad gummit, why are they doing this to me? Those were thoughts that I had that created that sense of anger, that sense of frustration, that sense of, Oh my gosh, what is this? And in my wife and friend had, Knew that I had started to use the line of the item of your thoughts make your create your emotions. They pointed it out. It's like, so why are you mad now? It's like, well, I'm mad because of this, but it's because of the thought that I had, and because I was able to think, and my wife and them and my friend was able to point out what I was that I was angry and I was getting upset and I was getting snippy. I was able to take those thoughts and reframe them to where I could fairly quickly after that reshift back into a, into a good, easygoing mindset and, and line of thinking. So with that, you're probably thinking, so I just need to change my thoughts, boiling it down to the very base minimum. Yeah. That's all you have to do. If you don't want to feel angry, you don't want to feel upset. You don't want to feel depressed. You don't want to feel anxious. 
Yeah, you just need to change your thoughts. Now, is it easy to do? No, no, it's not, especially when you're first starting out. Uh, it's not easy to do even after if you've done it for several years. But the the key to it all is understanding where your thoughts come from and to understand and pay attention to what your thoughts actually are. One of the best ways of being able to see what your thoughts are is to write down thought downloads. Just sit there and just boom, 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 boom. This is a thought, 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 thought. And write it all down and have a have a thought download. And then from there, you can, if you want, are having some type of weird emotional item where you're cranky for whatever reason, you can actually go through there, through that thought download that you did that morning and go, well, I'm still thinking about uh, the bills. I, we don't have enough money for uh, for the bills. We're going to be a day late on the car payment. We're going to be, uh, I don't, I'm not going to have enough money to be able to crawl into the truck and, and drive. So there's going to be a couple of days where I'm probably going to be eating ramen noodles and, oh God, that stuff tears my stomach up. You know, and there's going to be several thoughts that you're going, you're going to be able to see that are pointing you towards the reason why you're being cranky. And what you were able to do now, you don't want to do just thought swapping. And that's just where, okay, well, I'm cranky. So now I'm going to be happy and you're going to be thinking happy thoughts while you're still cranky. Now, why does that happen? Because you haven't actually gotten around to believing that new thought. You have to actually insert a thought that you actually believe. It wasn't my daughter's fault. It wasn't the oil changing company, uh, place. Place where we'd get our oil changed, it wasn't their fault. The canister had been on there for you know three six or for six nine months, and so it had kind of welded itself in. It's that's going to happen. So we went on ahead and I got her some money over to her at over to my daughter, and she was able to pay for it and get a new canister put on. And because she got a new canister put on, the company that we go to. Guaranteed it. So next time, as long as we did oil, normal oil changes, next time if they crack it and break it off, okay, it's their fault. It's on them. So you can find a reframing of a thought to where you can actually change how you're looking at it. So instead of looking at stuff in a victim mindset, you might look at it in a more curious mindset. You might look at it in more of a, um, more of a joyous, uh, mindset. There's a lot of different ways you can actually look at stuff. Now, a good example, a couple of other good examples of this is I came across a new, uh, a new company that I found was absolutely ingenious on their execution. Because today, if you follow any type of news, you see, you see people talking about there being mass layoffs, mass, um, Firings, mass uh, furloughs, and things like that, because there are some people who do not want to take the COVID nineteen vaccine, and they may have all sorts of thoughts about what those COVID vaccine vaccines are. The situation, the circumstance right there in their life is that they have to take the COVID nineteen uh, shot. Their thoughts are, well, I've already had. COVID-19, or I have a pre-existing condition, or their thought is it's not been tested enough, or whatever, a myriad of other thoughts. And so, for whatever reason, they have des- they have a, desire, a, ch- a, a desire to not get that shot. 
because they don't have that shot, they are now being told, well, you can't be, can't have, can't work here. Well, a lot of companies, especially the big corporations have all gone, well, you know what, whether you have to have it, if we've got more than a hundred people, you've got to have it. And this even includes the people who are remote workers. They don't even go into the company. On a, even a, even on irregular basis, they are contractors and stuff like that. And so they're being told you have to get the shot. They work from home. They're in their house. They don't see anybody at that particular company, but yet they have to get the shot. And so they, there's a lot of weird thoughts about that that go in. So this really caused a quandary because there are so many people who are now getting fired, getting let off, let go and, and things of that nature. Where they've actually had to make a choice. Or do I become a second class citizen and not get the shot? Or do I go ahead and get a star upon my belly so I can be a star bellied snitch? And the, because of the, of this particular quandary, there was a, uh, there's a guy named Andrew, uh, uh, Krapuch, I believe is his name. But anyhow, he saw what was going on and he decided to do something about it. He saw, an opportunity. He could have saw, oh my, I'm going to be getting fired. I don't want the shot, blah, 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 blah. And so he turned around and actually made a website called redballoon.work. And that is the whole purpose of redballoon.work is to actually connect people who want a job, who want to work and are want to be productive for society without having to worry about whether or not they're going to get a, have to get a, a shot or not. And they, for whatever reason, maybe they already had COVID and they're naturally uh, immune or they have a, you know, maybe they've got some type of autoimmune problem. Maybe their immune system overreacts whenever they get vaccines and they've had issues before with proven vaccines. So they want to avoid a problem with this new vaccine that no one's really had a much, had much test. It's only been, you know, tested on, really tested on humans in mass scales in the past, you know, for the past year. So he actually saw a problem and he could have gone, he could have thrown up his hands and done the victim thing and said, never mind, it's not, nothing's going to work. I'm going to be homeless, destitute, and without, without a place to live. Or he, and, or he could also have, and chose to go, well, I'm going to come up with a solution. And that's what he did. He came up with a solution. He built redballoon.work. And they're now actually changing, helping connect people who, with companies that don't want to mandate vaccines with people who don't want to be mandated vaccines. And so it's a wonderful, uh, joining of, of wants and needs. And that's because somebody decided to step back and go, you know what? Let's change how I'm looking at this. Another example is, you know, the whole mask uh, thing. You see people who demand others to have their mask on, and there's others who demand, ma- uh, you know, demand that they don't have a mask on. Well, you can look at it. These are two different sets of thoughts. I don't need the mask, or I do need the mask, and everybody else needs the mask because, you know, we need people to protect other people from the people who need to be protected. And you can tell, you know, those who have got the thought of, I have to have a mask. Cause even if you go down on a lonely road and you, you know, you're passing somebody and the guy, the guy or the gals in the car by themselves with a mask on with nobody else other than you within, you know, three mile radius. 
I kind of feel sorry for those types of people, honestly, because I mean, they're, they're terrified of what's going on around them in the world. But at the same time, I mean, that is their choice. If they want to have a mask and mask up and be, and have the masks on all the time, that's, again, that's their choice. If you're somebody who doesn't want to have a mask and you want to walk around and take your life into your own hands, good for you. Live your life. And that's a lot of people see that as, no, I want to, I want a mask on. I want everybody to wear a mask because so that I feel comfortable. And no, we can't make that, that person, we can't make him comfortable. He's got to have make himself comfortable, and the way he wants to be able to make himself comfortable is by making sure that everybody else is uh, is is uncomfortable. So it's a way of of thinking, way of looking. You can change your thoughts on it. You maybe one day you look at it and you go, you know what? I probably need to start wearing a mask more often. Or the person who wears the mask all the time goes, you know what? I really, I guess I really don't need to be wearing this mask because. It's a thin piece of cloth. It doesn't really actually block any, um, block any, any bacteria. Cause I got hit in the face with a ball of flour and I still ended up with flour in my mouth with the mask on. How does that happen? Oh, well, you know, cause the mask doesn't work. You know, the, if you want to be safe, you know, you actually need to be wearing like that in 95 mask, but people are going to figure stuff out on their own. They're going to figure out how to ca- navigate life on their own. And it's all. You can either have a painful, a struggling life, or you can have a life that where you are excited to go through life and excited to go through what what all is is going on, and do so in a positive manner. Those thought the way you do that is by examining what your thoughts are and changing those thoughts into a different frame, reframing that thought so that it's more of a positive angle, so that you can look at it and be happy or be joyous or be content or, you know, be uh, curious, any type of positive emotion you can. But the, at the same time, if you can look at something and there's a negative emotion and base, uh, some pain in there, maybe it's a, a very um, justified form of pain. Maybe your grandmother died. You don't want to be laughing your butt off and being joyous and happy as your grandmother is, has just passed. No, you want to feel sad. There are times when negative emotions, pain actually is, actually serves you and does you good so that you can actually grieve. If you're grieving for your, the loss of your mom or dad or grandparent or whoever, best friend, wife, spouse, you know, that's time when negative emotions in your life are actually real good. So you want to be able to know, Hey, is the emotion good or is it bad? And is it, are you actually suffering because of that? Or are you actually becoming better because of that? And you can, as you look through there, you are actually able to tell, Hey, this is, this emotion really does serve me or this motion emotion doesn't serve me. I need to change that. And the way you change that is by changing your thoughts. So if you're wanting help to be able to change your thoughts, say you're, you're going through a, a bit and you're being beat up by anxiety or depression, or maybe your wife left you and you're feeling this overwhelm and things like that. And you're wanting to know how do you get past that? Well, you can actually reach out uh, to me and contact me over at relaxmail.com forward slash contact or work with Brian. And I would love to sit down and talk with you. If you want to work on your your fourth pillar of a relaxed male, which is the community pillar, and you want to start build, 
building a friend, a group of friends who are there to help you and support you and get you, get you going in the right direction. The Brotherhood of Men is a great men's group that I run that helps you all, helps you to be able to actually achieve those goals that you actually want in life. So guys, with that, I want to thank you all again for listening. Please share this out on, on social media. Tell people about Relax Mail. Let's get this group to, uh, to continue growing. We've been growing. We've been getting new listeners in all this whole month and uh, actually started really getting a good arc up on starting last month. But this month, we're growing, growing even better. So, guys, thank you again. This this has uh, been a treat. And I thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Until then, bye.